Hi, and welcome back, law firm owners. I'm Nermeen, your host of the Wildly Successful Law Firm Podcast. This is episode two of our new season on being productive, having better time management skills, and being more efficient as a law firm owner. So last episode, we covered 10 tips on what you can do to manage your inbox and not let it control your life. In this episode, I'm sharing 10 more. Yes, because there really are that fucking many tips on inbox management. And it is something that stresses the fuck out of most lawyers. So it deserves two episodes, don't you think? I think so. So if you haven't already, please take a second to like, subscribe, leave a review. I'm leaving a lot of value for you. Please return the favor. I would greatly appreciate it. All right, so let's get to tip number one when it comes to uh, managing your inbox. Really, it's tip number 11. So you have to start from a clean slate. If you've got a thousand emails in your inbox right now, we need to get you back to clean, okay? We need to get you back to zero. We need to get you back to a good starting point so that you can get your arms around it and not feel overwhelmed and drown in emails. So what I want you to do is I want you to go through and archive the emails. If you don't know what archive means, it basically means it's not gonna show up in your inbox, it's gonna hide, but if you wanna search for it later, let's say um, email Banana Republic leggings or whatever, it will still pop up, okay? You will still be able to search for it in whatever email program software you are using, but it just won't visually overwhelm you when you go log in. Now, archiving is not the same thing as deleting, okay? Do not delete emails, especially as a lawyer, unless it's like Best Buy or something else, but don't delete emails. You just wanna set them to archives so that you can still search for them later so that it lives there, but is not going to overwhelm you, okay? So that's tip number one put everything into archive, let's get you back to zero and start from a new beginning so that when you go into your email inbox tomorrow, you have now started from zero. What I want you to do is you can Google how to archive emails on Gmail, how to archive emails on Outlook. I don't know what program you use. They all have different ways of doing it. If you're on a Mac or if you're on a PC, it's different. So I cannot tell you how to do it for yours. However, I can tell you where to find the answers. Google has the answer. Just Google that very specific search term and you will get a step-by-step -step thing on how to go through and archive your emails, okay? So that's tip number 11 for you today. Okay, tip number 12. I want you to understand that emails have a hierarchy, okay? All emails have hierarchy and it depends on who it's from. So you have to decide for yourself on what takes priority in your inbox, in your hierarchy of who you're gonna respond to and when you're gonna respond to them. So generally, I like to say your current clients and any court or anything like that, that's number one, okay? That takes priority over everything else. Number two will be past clients and opposing counsel. Why past clients? Because they've paid you once, they may wanna rehire you or they may have someone new to send to you. So it's good business and it makes sense to respond to them and not to keep them waiting. Opposing counsel is number two because let's be honest, sometimes opposing counsel, they're just assholes and 
They are going to try to intimidate you. They're gonna to try to dick you around. You don't need to get caught up in all of that. So they're number two on the list of people that you need to respond to in terms of hierarchy. Okay, then on number three, we've got notifications and we've got newsletters. These things are like good to know. Oh look, Sarah responded to your comment on Instagram. Wonderful, that's good to know. Oh look, uh, there's a sale going on at Bed Bath & Beyond. That's good to know, right? Number three is good to know information. So please know that there is a hierarchy when it comes to responding to email. If it's number two or number three, when you're scanning through, don't do anything, don't respond. If it's number one, first process, is this something I need to respond to now or is this just information? And then you go from there. So tip number 13, now that we've gone through and we've broken down your priority of who you're gonna respond to and when, you also then wanna start assigning labels or folders or splitting your inbox. Again, I don't know what email program you use, but for me personally, I use Superhuman, which sits on top of my Gmail account. What does that mean? I can't really explain it to you here because I'm trying to keep this episode short, but basically my email is connected through a Google domain that I purchased and uh, I have Superhuman connected to that email account. Now, Superhuman allows me to split my inboxes. So I have one main inbox, then I have a junk inbox just inside of my one sort of email account, Nermeen at wrws.com. And then I have um, others that are just like newsletters, right? So there are several different ones and I do that intentionally because the one that I wanna focus on is gonna be my client one. The one that I don't wanna focus on is gonna be everything else and trust me, if you have ever sent me a newsletter without asking me, I've either unsubscribed or I've thrown you into my junk because you're not getting priority access to my eyeballs um, through these newsletters that you're sending me. I'm gonna respond to it when I have time, if I have time. It's my priority is going to literally be my clients, my past clients, and a few networking contacts that I have. Okay, so in the last episode, I shared with you right at the end of the episode that you should be scanning your email, which means you go in, you scan. You're not reading every single email and opening every single thing. You're scanning the inbox and you're scanning your subject line. Now, once you've gotten to the habit of that, you then need to decide when you're going to respond to the thing that's in your inbox. Because keep in mind, there could be an email from a judge. There could be an email from a client. There could be an email from a past client. And you may not need to do anything for that email. There is no action for you to take. Maybe it's just reviewing information. Maybe it's passing that information to someone else on your team, right? You have to get in your mind that not everything requires an action. Some things just require review. So once you've got your hierarchy and you're scanning emails, you then need to set aside time for yourself on when you're going to scan versus respond. You wanna set aside time that is separate from scanning time so that you can actually properly respond. If you have 10 minutes to respond to an email before you need to get on a call with a client or you need to leave to go to the court, whatever it is that you need to do, you are not doing yourself a favor by giving yourself three minutes to respond to something that really should take 10 minutes because you've got to search for other answers or something that shouldn't even be an email needs to be a phone call or something that shouldn't even need to be a phone call Maybe it needs to be something that's discussed in person, right? 
Tip number 15, your phone, Android or iPhone, comes built in with the sort of default email app. Don't use it. You don't have to use it. You do know that there is an entire marketplace of email apps out there. For some people, Gmail just confuses their brain. For me personally, Outlook confuses my brain. My brain cannot think in the way that Outlook emails come to me. Again, I use Superhuman. It's been great. It's been life-changing for me. It does so much that I need email to do. And honestly, there are so many things that emails do now these days that you don't even know about. You can show read receipts, which means they don't have to acknowledge that they received it. You just are automatically notified, oh my God, they've read the email. This is especially great if you are a litigation attorney or you have clients who don't respond to things, you can go through and say, well, my email program shows that you checked my email at this time, at this day. It's a little creepy, but I love it. And as long as it's still there, I will keep using it. So please know you don't have to settle for the default email apps on your phone. You can do a Google search, top email apps for iPhone, for Android, test out three of them, and then choose the one that fits best for your brain and your workflow, okay? Hey, law firm owners, quick note here. I know that you've already checked out Automate My Law Firm, but if you haven't yet, go check it out right now. I'm helping law firms automate their practice. It's not just a strategy, it's an actual solution where we connect all of these beautiful tech pieces and make your life easier. Make you spend less time doing admin work that I already know you hate and we let the robots do it so that if humans call in sick or quit on you, you're no longer relying on them and you still know that the robots will be doing it for you. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, check out the link below, Automate My Law Firm. Now back to the episode. Tip number 16, send out email templates. Okay, so what's an email template? Well, just like you have a template for an employment agreement or for a uh, employee manual, whatever that is, you've got templates that you've built out over the years. Do the same for your emails and for the emails that your staff sends. So if it says, please see attached, you know, answer and complaint, please see attached, blah, blah, blah. Don't make your staff continue to have to type that out. Create email templates. It will make your life so much easier. Again, just Google, create email template in Google or in Gmail, create email template in Outlook. I don't know if Outlook do, does it. I know Gmail does for sure. And I know Superhuman does for sure as well. All right, tip number 17. This one is gonna feel like it's a little bit big, but once you get a task manager, you want to get in the habit of taking things out of your inbox, which means you mark it as read, it's complete, you can archive it, it's done. And then you wanna take whatever was in that email and add it to your task manager. For example, my brother emailed me today about something having to do with my parents' business. And instead of just letting that email sit in that inbox, I just added, as a to-do under my task manager, the tab is family, which means I have family stuff to do, it gets its own tab. And it just says, respond to my brother's email about blah. So it lives not in my inbox, but in my task manager. So when I see my brother, I go to my task manager, not to my inbox, where I can get lost very easily, 
lose his email, not remember what he was talking about, my task manager manages it. So start taking things that come into your inbox that are in fact things that you need to do, that are things that require your response and putting them into your task manager. Don't just let it live in your inbox. That's not a good habit to have. Tip number 18, set the standard of communication that your clients should expect from you and how they should communicate with you. So if they need to get in touch with, with someone about directions, about confirming an appointment time, about what to wear to a deposition, any of that kind of stuff, that should go to your support. That should not come to you. If it's something that's related to, uh, well, this is something new that I want in my divorce, or, oh my God, this is urgent. My, my husband didn't drop off my kids and I don't know what to do. Those should come to you. So emergencies, and things like that, they should come to you. Everything else needs to go to your support. So please make it clear to them when they need to contact you. Also, make sure you let them know if they email you on a weekend, you don't check your email on weekends. You will respond on Monday. If they email you after 6 p.m., you will respond the next day or someone from your staff will respond the next day. Look, it's on you to communicate with your clients on how they should expect you to communicate with them. Doesn't sound like rocket science, right? It's really very simple. It's managing your client's expectations and you can definitely do that with email so you don't get overwhelmed and just want to turn everything off and throw your computer out the window, right? All right, our second to last tip, tip number 19. What I want you to keep in mind is that email is communication and communication should not be complicated. So that means that you need to have clear rules around this form of communication and you need to make sure that it should be clear and not complicated. If your communication is starting to become complicated, there's too many rules and you need to simplify, okay? Communication, Clear, simple, concise. It's one of the best things that I can tell you in terms of how you talk to clients, how you talk to opposing counsel, how you talk to judges, how you talk to your kids. It's gotta be clear and simple, okay? Okay, final tip on managing your email inbox, your email overwhelm. Please know that sometimes there's nothing for you to do. Not every email that hits your inbox is a task. Sometimes it's just information. Sometimes it's just good to know. If you can reprogram your brain this way to where when you see an email, it's not, oh my God, here's something else for me to do. Instead it's, oh, here's the answer I was looking for. Wow, thanks, this clears things up. Um, you know, now I know that it's a 1992 BMW that they want in the divorce, not a 1993 BMW, right? or you know, additional clarification on the ages of children in an estate plan. Like once you know that there's like different tiers of information, you can make processing your inbox so much easier and simpler on yourself. Now, if you found this helpful, please feel free to share it with your team, with your staff, with other attorneys that you know. It goes a long way. And the more people stop treating email like it's 
open territory, right? Like it's the wild, wild west, like it's an episode of Squid Games, the better it's going to be for you as a lawyer. So that's everything for this episode. Again, please remember to like, subscribe, leave a review. I know I'm asking for a lot, but I would really appreciate it. It goes a very, very long way. Thank you so much for listening into this episode. I will be back next week with a new episode on productivity and time management for your law firm. See you next week. Hey, law firm owners. Thanks so much for listening into another episode of the Wildly Successful Law Firm Podcast. I so appreciate your support and being here. Please, please, please take two seconds to subscribe to the podcast or to leave a review. And don't forget to sign up for our newsletter because I do send a lot of specials and offers and just cool things via email once every week. The link to sign up is below. Thank you so much again for supporting me. I am here to help you grow your wildly successful law firm. Thank you.